0: Today on the Zabecast, many former athletes go on to become great businessmen. But I'm starting to think Brian Davis, who wants to buy the Commanders. Eh. Probably ain't one of them. Damar Hamlin cleared to resume playing football. Wah. Sunday ticket is going to suck more than you think on YouTube. And Tiger Woods is back in the repair shop yet again. The best damn 30 minutes of bare knuckle sports truth that will make you think is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Thursday, April 20, 2023. Thank you for downloading. It is just you and I today. So let's get cracking. Brian Davis, $7 billion bid to buy the Washington Commanders. Falls out of the sky, Brian Davis, with this bid at the last minute at 11.59.59 on the clock, basically. And he swears it's a legit bid But the more you dig into it, the more you go, hmm, really? The sports junkies, the longtime morning show of record in D.C. on 106.7 The Fan, had Brian Davis on to interview him on on Wednesday, and he had some interesting things to say. Of course, the junkies were clearly pressing as politely as they can, on the issue of so you're a billionaire like built like th- we would have probably heard about this by now right here was the first salvo of questioning about
1: so you have this money orlin johnson and all the leaders in parish county is great and i i did not want to see uh, the team move uh, the other guys are planning to buy the team and move them to Virginia, or leave the area. And you guys know me. You know I love I love P.G. County and D.C. more than anything. So I wanted I wanted to uh, make sure, ensure we have some sustainability, uh, we have some viability, and I wanted to make this huge contribution so we all could come together and be together. So
0: <laughs> sustainability, viability. What other abilities can we throw in there? And come together. Come together. So you're saying you have a net worth, personally, over $1 billion. It's
1: Eric Pickle. Yeah, I do today. I did not when I was born, uh, <laughs> but I developed uh, over the last... Okay, what what the
0: fuck does that even mean? Yeah, I, I yes, I do today, but I
1: didn't when I was born. Nope, nobody asked that. i several years, and I've um, managed a relationship where we've had this capital... Uh, a little over a couple of uh, months, uh, but we haven't transacted, and we'd like to get a contract and sign a contract. Uh, but yeah, we've begun to uh, transact, uh, but we haven't begun to spend uh, major capital, and we hope to do that uh, in the so. In the the, future. So the so the Bank of America knows that you've submitted that information, your personal financial information to Bank of America. Yeah, what what I've done is I've sent it sent four items, four of the five items, uh, which would which are the structure which laid out how we would position a team, uh, the payment, rather, upon contract, mm-hmm. and then uh, the original letter, and then a personal balance sheet, and then also sent a sources and uses uh, with the timeline. And what I'm sending uh, them today is the final POF um, that would have a bank signature from the bank officer describing uh, the fact that the capital is there. Um, and I just apologize uh, for the delay. Yeah, um, but I've um,
0: I had to go get a haircut today, so I've been a little bit late.
1: I've been fortunate that uh, Bank of America and Mister Snyder, and Mrs. Snyder, uh, have given me the opportunity uh, to make that offer. Uh, yeah. But I should have my final item in about yeah. uh, uh, close the business yeah. today. Yeah,
0: uh, people have been circling this team now for seven months, and suddenly, oh yeah. Oh, oh. What else do I have to file? Yeah, let me hold on a second. Let me get that in. So I'm very sorry about that. But thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Snyder for allowing me a little more time to get my homework in here. Does it not sound like he almost just learned some words that he thinks would sound smart and legit? You know, uh, I have the capital. I'm looking to transact this capital. And uh, uh, yes, uh, we're We're getting it together. Do you have the money? This is almost as funny as scritch's chin. When was the last time I saw something like this oh that's right ax- Detective Axel Foley in the movie Beverly Hills Cop.
1: You got the money. I got. A, I said I got a bag of money, right? A bag full of money. A bag, bag about this big, bag. this wide, full to the brim with money. money. When do you need the cars? I need the cars in three hours. What? Get out three hours. Get, Get some out. Time here. Hey, look, man, I'm a businessman, okay? I got to make moves. I'm moving constantly. You know? I'm moving all the time. Business, you know? If you can't help me, i go going to do something else because I'm business. I got to move all the time, okay? Excuse me. I got business. To take care. Wait, wait, wait. You got the money. I got the money. You got the credit cards
0: or not? <laughs> I got the money. You got the football team? Let's do this thing here. Meanwhile, I believe uh, Cakes asked him, so what was your major at Duke? Even though, you know, he was known for playing basketball, being a contributor, six-man, later on starter, on some of those great Duke championship teams. Uh, but what was your major? Right. All right, so you were a fan. You went to Duke.
1: I'm just curious, what was your major at Duke? What did you study? Actually, this is JP. Uh, my major was African American Studies uh, because I've had this uh, insatiable and lifelong love Mm. for black people and my people and black women. So my whole business model, my oh, whole life wonderful. has been making a contribution to the, the the community and my community so I can help bridge, you know, that gap that we have. And that's, and that's why I like you guys. You guys are special. You're different. You know, <laughs> guys, guys like the junkies. You don't act like other guys in other, some other places. Okay. And that's why I love DC so much because you guys make it yeah. special. And together, right. you know, we can't lose.
0: Yeah, together we can't lose. It's a philanthropic thing. An African American studies major who played briefly in the NBA has been quietly running around doing uh, real estate deals, getting sued for those real estate deals, oh, by the way, defaulting on loans, developing supposedly green energy that magically produces $5 billion of sellable energy back to the grid through these creative mixed use projects and the intellectual property of this great plan is worth $50 billion. So says Brian Davis. He was asked about, well, you want to keep the team in PG County. I get it. That's where you're from. Went went to high school, I think he went to Cardoza high in PG County, uh, wants to help his people bridge the gap in the community. Love of his people. But he sees FedEx Field, the last lowest ranked dump in the NFL, according to multiple surveys. And it is a trash heap that has been disfigured through downsizing to keep the stadium from looking even more empty than it already is. Oh, he thinks they can shine that up. Take a listen to this plan. Well, you have 30% of the $7 billion in your personal account. Is that your money?
1: Yeah, what, what what I hope to do and what we're planning on is to have um the acceptance from Mr. Snyder. But what I'm gonna show Mr. Snyder is that my partners allow me uh, to have ten and a half billion dollars in my account, uh seven billion to give to Mr. Snyder and Mrs. Snyder, two billion for the liquidity requirement, a billion dollars uh to begin uh the restoration of the stadium. Uh, our plan for the stadium is to keep the stadium Restore it at a translucent uh, retractable roof. Restore it
0: <laughs> like it's some precious antique. It's a dump. Uh, to make it
1: to give it a 12, 12 month life life cycle.
0: Oh yeah, right. Because everyone wants to go out to Reljon twelve months out of the year. And
1: then we want to we want to develop a smart
0: city in and around the stadium. Okay, smart city, sure. Where we create a river walk. Okay, R- river walk is wonderful. We can. There's no river out there, but we could create a fake river and a man-made beach. <laughs> what? What the? what the hell did you just say? A man-made beach along with the river walk. The river walk will lead to the beach for the translucent yet retractable roof on the restored FedEx field, which is already a disfigured dump life, life cycle. By the way, see, he, he wanted to put aside a billion of his dollars. A billion to do all this. I mean, a billion will get you halfway home to a brand-new place in a much better location. But give it a 12-month
1: 12, 12 life, life cycle. And then we want we to develop a smart city in and around the stadium where we create a river walk and a man-made beach, and we create a destination. So when there's not a game... I like the moat idea. Remember, I always like yeah. I was pro-moat. <laughs> uh, that's EB.
0: Uh, the moat he refers to is there was once a architectural rendering of a new Redskin stadium back when they were still called the Redskins that had a stadium with a big, basically a moat, thing of water around it with bridges. You had to go over the moat to get into the stadium, which seems like it's a terrible idea to bottleneck traffic, foot traffic going in. But the, the drawings of what we call derisively Moat X Field uh, had people surfing on some kind of wave concept in the moat around the stadium. It was the most comical, you've got to be fucking shitting me, architectural drawing of a stadium proposal I think I've ever seen. But hey, he likes the man-made beach. Honey, where do you want to go today? You want to go down to, uh, you want to go up to the Inner Harbor in Baltimore? You want to go out to uh, the Chesapeake Bay uh, bridge area? You want to go out to the beaches? Do you want to go... Downtown D.C., stroll the mall. What do you want to do? Let's go to Prince George's County in the middle of nowhere and go to the man-made beach outside of the refurbished FedEx field. But it'll be energy efficient, I'm sure, no doubt. But here was the absolute showstopper quote from Brian Davis about where's his money coming from. Is it Saudi money?
1: So 10X on $560 is... $5.6 $5.6 billion. that's how they value the team. Our business model is $5 billion a year times 10. is a $50 billion valuation. Mm. $5 billion times 30 years is $150 billion. Right, but right? this is I, all I'm, theoretical. I don't, I don't. Brian, this let, is let, all... Let, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have $20 billion in my holding company through my business. That's a fact. Whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. it's up to you. Okay, but I don't want to it's the NFL's job to make that decision. I don't want—I don't want people to to issue statements about me having Saudi money or any of these things that are not accurate. My money comes from white people. White? <laughs> Jewish, what? You right? know what that means, but white okay. People. White people. Like, no, let me finish. Let yeah. me finish. White okay. people who are Jewish, who are Italian, who are Sicilian. White people. <laughs> right. And and the NFL to find that out. It comes from white people. Those are my partners. White people.
0: How is that going to put his bid over the top? I love how he includes Italian and Sicilian. Very Tony Soprano-like. I understand the difference. Okay. Women, white women from Iowa and, and Georgia, uh, even South Africa. Yes, very diverse. You got the money, Brian Davis? Oh, I got the money. You got the
1: money. Bags I, got a, of money. I said I got a bag of money, right? A bag full of money. A bag, bag not this big, this wide, full to the brim with, with money. With
0: money. Probably not. And yet this guy is being given the time of day. Some poor schmuck at Bank of America is going to have to pour over some documents and go, hmm, don't know. Seems a little fishy to me. Uh, denied. But it, it's only appropriate that the Dan Snyder saga... Which gave us this little tyrannical you know uh shakedown artist as an owner would end with another guy who's even more fraudulent, trying to buy the team at the last minute. The Harris group is interesting. the uh, Bloomberg had the breakdown of that group, and so Harris himself is going to have thirty percent of the team. That means he's got to come up with two billion dollars basically of his own cash, cash money, bag of money, right? And then this guy, Mitch Rails, is going to have a 12% ownership stake. And then Magic Johnson is the third largest holder at 4%. And that's a lot of money even for Magic, 4% of $6 billion. Don't make me do the math on that. And then they're going to have 17, count them, 17 other minority partners that are in on this to bring the price up to not quite the full $6 billion. It's... Five point eight upon sale, and then uh, Harris has agreed to pay another two hundred and fifty million to Snyder over the next two years of owning the team what Why that was important? I don't know, but there you go on that front. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over, and my bookie, there is no off season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at MyBookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to MyBookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah. Johnny come lately's. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years. My bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Let's move on, as Bryant Gumbel would say. Damar Hamlin has been cleared to play football again. You heard that right. The man who left America with a sick feeling for quite some time last early winter or fall as he collapsed and nearly died on a football field in Cincinnati, Ohio. The Buffalo Bill player has been cleared by team doctors to return to playing football. And he now says the answer is Commodio Cordis. That's what did it? Commodio cortis is a diagnosis of exclusion, says Dr. William Knight IV, professor in the Department of Emergency Medicine at the University of Cincinnati College of Medicine and Director of Emergency Medicine MLP program and part of Hamlin's care team, he said in January. What that means is that other more common and deadly or fixable conditions have to first be ruled out before commodio cortis is the diagnosis. Commodio cordis is an extremely rare consequence of blunt force trauma to the heart that happens at exactly the wrong time in the heart rhythm, causing the heart to stop beating effectively. This, per the American Heart Association, collapsing occurs within a few seconds. That all certainly did happen. Now, right away, a lot of people were saying Commodio cordis. Other people were saying, hmm, let's see about that. It's possible. Commodio cordis is real. It tends to happen, though, more in sports that involve a ball, a hard, very fast-moving ball, which can put a more direct shot right on somebody's heart. Lacrosse is known to have incidents of Commodio cordis because that ball's super heavy, super hard, gets whipped around at Mach 4. Baseball, the same way. There may be a couple of football incidents, but they're not... I can't think of any off the top of my head and of all the tackles involving helmets to chest in the National Football League for some 50, 60, 70 plus years or college football, 117 Division one programs, a whole bunch of Division one AA programs, more one double or more Division two program like it's a one in a million. This would be if this is truly what happened, a one in a million thing. It's a fusilli jerry type situation, which on the one hand, you look at it and you go, well, he did get tagged. He did try to make a tackle, got kapowed right in his chest and then went down right afterwards. On the other hand, when you're talking about diagnosis of exclusion, I'd love to know the things they excluded and why. Structurally, they found nothing wrong with his heart. So that, I guess, is a good thing. But did they exclude... The one thing that nobody is allowed to talk about. The mRNA COVID vaccines that have been proven and is known to have an increased risk factor of myocarditis, pericarditis, and other heart issues in especially young males between the ages ages of 18 and 35. Did they rule that out? None of the articles I read dared to even mention Yes, we looked at the vaccine being a possible reason, and we couldn't find any evidence of that. It's because it's the thing that cannot possibly be allowed to be true, because there's too much liability at stake, there is too many people that are all in on this, and it would be a disaster. I hope it works out for Damar Hamlin. It seems like a bit of a crazy risk. They say that there is no known risk factors for Commodio cortis. And that if it is truly a one-in-a-million-shot doc, Fusilli Jerry, a hardened, uncooked Fusilli noodle right up the old pooper by accident, then you know what? Go live your life. Take your risks. Good luck. Speaking of the vaccine, the FDA just yesterday, to very little fanfare, said, ah, yeah, we're not, even, we're not approving that original vaccine anymore. That's, that's over with. The monovalent vaccine version of the vaccine they're only approving the bivalent or bivalent i don't know how you pronounce it version which supposedly covers multiple strains of covid protection they say of course nobody's taking the vaccine now because demand has completely cratered and the fda also said oh by the way yeah if you've already had one dose of the bivalent we're not recommending at this time another so even they are raising the white flag on that and of course What did they say about, well, I thought you told us that the original vaccine meant you couldn't get it, couldn't pass it along. What happened? Oh, they had an answer for that. Dr. Rochelle Walensky said, oh, uh, well, the science changed. Okay. And that's what you are supposed to believe on that. Sunday tickets going to suck more than you think on YouTube. I know many of you are going, what are you talking about? I don't have DirecTV. I can finally get it. I'm very happy. I know it's expensive, but shit, I gamble so much on football. It's well worth it. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yes, I know people say, look, YouTube allows you to put four games on one screen without the annoying banner that makes the, the uh, screen smaller. You, you cut up a 16 by 9 picture. You can do it equally in four parts and get wall-to-wall football, four different games. I assume you can then click around and change the audio, bing, bing, bing. That's good, right? Well, here's where it's going to suck. Forget the fact it's going to have a lag and latency that is going to be frustrating for many. Uh, but it's also going to glitch at times. There's, It's inevitable it's going to glitch. But more than that, uh, apparently one television fanatic website sniffed out in the terms of agreement with this new product that... YouTube is rolling out direct TV or not direct the, the Sunday ticket. I keep calling it direct TV that you will not be allowed to stream more than two televisions in your house of Sunday ticket per account Two TVs. That's it, which renders the original five hour energy dome built for designed in mind for one, two, three NFL games at once. Now, since then, I have come to really enjoy what I call the five-hour energy, three-screen potpourri, where you get these overlapping seasons, you know, like tonight, going to have a Bucks game on, going to have a hockey game on, going to have a baseball game on as well. Bing, bang, boom, three different flavors. I love it. But the original intent of me building my home theater with three TVs was to watch the NFL. And now that's not going to be possible. I I just think this sucks. The reason they say is because they don't want people sharing their password. So they're just going to limit the number of different streams you can send to different TVs. Why they can't figure out, okay, we're going to geofence it to a certain zip code, or we're going to do it to uh, your computer's IP portal, or who knows what. You would think, right? YouTube's owned by Google. Google ought to know a thing or two about the internet, about a way to manage and restrict the abuse of a digitally delivered product, but no. You're going to get two TVs and you're going to like it. Shaq took the money and now he's running from the law. Shaquille O'Neal took the FTX endorsement money along with Tom Brady. Lost quite a bit of money. Did not realize what he thought he would realize in terms of financial gains from owning the stock which of course crashed when it turns out that FTX was a giant, massive, shameless crypto scam. But one prominent celebrity who was approached to endorse it, was pretty smart about it and said, you know what? Doesn't look good to me. Who was that? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was sitting there looking at a $100 million sponsorship deal and asked one simple question, quote, can you tell me that these are not unregistered securities? That was when FTX either couldn't or didn't answer to her liking, and she ended up dumping them, as one story says, faster than her boyfriends. Apparently, Taylor Swift's father is a well-regarded investment banker, and so maybe he was helping out to go, yeah, why don't you ask him about this? Because it sounds too good to be true. So Shaq has been avoiding getting served in this lawsuit, Uh, over FTX for some time, but they finally caught up to him and they were ready to hand him papers. They might've put them through his car window, but then he sped away from the process server and they got a photo of him speeding away down a long, what looks like a long country road of some sort. And they've got a picture of the papers thrown out the window on the ground. You just got served. Of course, I don't think they've joked about this on Inside the NBA. It's not a joking matter. Shaq's going to have to pay for lawyers. Hey, bro, got to pay for a lot of lawyers, bro. It's going to cost me a lot of money, bro. That's all right, bro. I got that uh, sweet, sweet Papa John's money. <laughs> Still, though, kudos to Taylor Swift for saying, yes, I'm super, super, super stinking rich. Going to get more rich every album I put out from now until almost the end of time. I don't really need this deal. It sounds too good to be true the battle is on at ESPN over transgender athletes not one but two different female hosts have stepped up and said you know what this may cost my career here at ESPN which has been very much pro transgender sports naming uh the the swimmer from Penn Leah Thomas naming her I guess their female athlete of the year. Two hosts, one being Sage Steele, the other one now being Sam Ponder of their high profile Sunday NFL countdown show have come out and said if this bill uh proposal by the Biden administration to uh mandate Title IX be tied to participation For transgender athletes in women's sports, it's the end of women's sports. This cannot stand. They have thrown in with Riley Gaines, the former swimmer from Kentucky, I think it is, Kentucky, who has been speaking out about this and, of course, being hounded by angry mobs at some of the places, some of the campuses that she has spoken at. They're right. This will end women's sports because the numbers are starting to pick up. If it's only one in a sport that's not super high profile, eh, you can kind of absorb it. But the numbers are going to increase. And all it takes is one or two in a particular sport to pretty much render the whole concept of fair competition worthless. And, of course, those in favor of this are saying, well, there's no definitive scientific studies that say that there is an inherent advantage. (laughs) Did you see Leah Thomas as she stood on the metal podium next to the other biologically female swimmers? (laughs) They don't make women the size and muscle density of what Leah Thomas is, whether she now claims to be a man or a woman or whatever. It's just a fact of biology, but you have to actively ignore that and tell yourself a lie like, no, no. It doesn't necessarily mean they've got an advantage. What I wonder is, would a group of, let's say, average male athletes who are on the side of protecting women's sports decide to cross over almost en masse to just make things a complete joke? I don't think there's any requirement to prove, like, well, are you really a woman? Like, Can't you just say I'm transitioning and I'm going to now go by this and then compete. And then if you're an average male, which is what Leah Thomas was, you would destroy uh, the competition for the most part in almost any sport in the female side of things. And then what would they do if they flood the zone with that? So far, we haven't seen that in part because the, the media backlash and the pressure on these athletes who are clearly trolling and not being genuine in their desire Uh, to transition, they don't really need that kind of headache. But maybe we'll get to that point at some point. We'll see about both Sage Steele and Samantha Ponder. Funny because Sage Steele has been disciplined and suspended for uh, invoking politics. ESPN has told their hosts, we don't want any of you guys uh, really getting into politics because it's bad for us. Uh, This is not, it's kind of politics. Yes, it does involve laws, but it's kind of sportsy. More than anything else, that both Sage Steele and Samantha Ponder have said, no, this will ruin women's sports as we know it. Stay tuned for more on that. What else do we got here? Winnipeg Jets forward Morgan Barron, slashed by skate, gets 75 stitches, returns to game. (laughs) That's hockey players for you right there. Oh yeah, 75 stitches, no big deal. Cut near his right eye. As players bunched up around the Vegas Golden Knights net during the first period, Barron stooped low enough only to have his face slashed by Knights goaltender Laurent Brosseau. Goes to the locker room, 75 stitches later, face looking like it's Jigsaw, new helmet with a full cage on it, which normally you'd be derided as a sissy, In the NHL, but hey, you just got your face cut open in 75 stitches. I think we'll let you have a full face shield. Of course, if he had had that prior to this incident, his face would still be intact. But that's not how the NHL rolls. Seems kind of dumb because they could play very much just as well with those cages on. But that's a college thing. That's a youth hockey thing. Tua Tonga-Vailoa, consider Retiring. After his concussion run last year in the NFL, but reconsidered, said he took up jujitsu and learned how to fall. Really? Okay. Good luck to him. The Rangers are the latest team to tell Bally Sports, Nook Nook, where's our money? Stewie fashion. Uh Bally Sports down there in Texas has defaulted on their payments to the major league team, and this is a trend that's only going to continue. So far, the Brewers have not done that to Valley Sports Wisconsin, but I'm imagining that day is coming. The entire RSN, or Regional Sports Network, business model and the valuation of those rights deals from just three years ago have completely plummeted. I'm looking at a graph right now from a story by Ben Strauss in the Washington Post, and they're – Downward lines in every single one of them. And it's only going to get worse. I told you earlier this week about how Manfred said the, the quiet part out loud by going, you know, be a great business model to have some a product that people have to pay for, don't even know that they have, may not want it, but they have to pay for it anyway. We don't have that anymore. Whoops. Speaking of saying the quiet part out loud, the NBA is going to institute an in-season tournament that will mirror or mimic what they do in high-level soccer in Europe. Never mind the fact that American basketball is not high-level soccer. So I don't think it's going to fly over here, but Adam Silver has said, we're going to try it. The owners are behind it. We're going to give it a shot. The in-season tournament, or cup, whatever they're going to call it, it's still sketchy, the details, but he says the players will wear different uniforms. First of all, the players are going to stay on their own teams. So they're not going to mix and match players from different teams, which would have been the only reason to kind of make it interesting. I might go, oh, this is a mini all-star team of this player, that player, and these two guys from that team, and they're playing in a tournament that is nested within the season. No, they're just going to say, okay, here, this is a cup game between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Charlotte Hornets. So it'll count for your cup standings. Great. Silver said, the final four teams will play at a neutral site. Okay. Hey, how about that? Where's that? Where's my hey, how about that? Hey, how about that? Okay, there's that. And they'll have, you know, different uniforms. The court could look different and blah, blah, blah. Silver said that after the initial round of the tournament, there will be a knockout round and then pool play, ultimately ending in... Wait a minute. Hold on. There will be an initial round, then knockout round, then pool play... (laughs) I thought pool play was always first and then knockout. Anyway, four teams in the end, they say. But here's the funny thing about saying the quiet part out loud. Said Silver, quote, what was interesting was when we first started talking to our players about it several years ago, part of the initial reaction was, why would we care? God. <laughs> God. Don't say that. <laughs> Uh, But he says that, you know what, because we're getting a lot more players from Europe, they're familiar with the concept of this in soccer, so they're more amenable to it. And he did say, I think our American players have come along. So good luck to Adam Silver and the NBA on that. Lastly, this is really unfortunate news. Tiger Woods is back in the repair shop. Tiger Woods, on his official Twitter account, put out a release that says, earlier today, Tiger Woods underwent a subtular fusion procedure to address his post-traumatic arthritis from his previous previous talus bone fracture. That was in the car accident. It was performed by Dr. Martin O'Malley at the HSS Sports Medicine Institute in New York. He has determined the surgery to be successful. Well, Of course, what doctor ever says afterwards, oh boy, yeah, not good. No, kind of botched that one. Wasn't my best work. We'll see. I'm not too confident, but no, of course he would say it was a successful surgery. Tiger is currently recovering. Looks forward to beginning his rehabilitation. Cleveland Clinic says six to 12 weeks until you can put any weight on the ankle. Then it's walking in a boot. Then it's Rehab. You do the math. It doesn't sound to me like Tiger Woods will be playing any more golf this year. And I would say that his future of competitive golf, at least on the regular circuit, looks very grim. Senior tour with a cart. Who knows? But he's not there yet. Get better, Tiger Woods. Tough deal. All right. That's it for me today. Thank you very much for downloading and listening tomorrow. We run it back with Scott and Sally. Home game for me with the lads. We will have plenty to talk about. I'm off to watch some NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball on my three TVs. Thank you very little, YouTube and Sunday ticket. I'm a direct TV man, at least for the time being. Do need to call them, try to get my price down because, well, it's damn expensive. Thanks for listening. If you want to have five days of me, then just subscribe. Five bucks a month. Even cheaper if you buy a year at a time. Cancel anytime if you go month to month. I wouldn't dare keep your money one second longer than you trust me with it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next time. Donut.